Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. Today, we share the last episode of the Vikram and Betal series. We hope you've enjoyed our series so far. Please subscribe to our Buzzsprout channel to receive our latest episodes directly in your inbox. Now to the story. The Hermit Meets Betal Is it possible to see a glint in the vampire's eye? Or was it his imagination? Vikramaditya wondered as he peered into the night. The outline of the peepal tree stood out in the faint light of burning embers. The rough bark poked his skin as he leaned on the trunk and grabbed the corpse. He remembered the glint and looked at the vampire once more, as if to read its thoughts. But today, the vampire had a faraway look. Vikram shook his fancies away and started the long march back. A few minutes later, the vampire began to talk. O oh, king, you think you're helping the hermit, and I think you're making a big mistake. Helping others can sometimes result in confusion and force you to take decisive action. I hope you're ready for the task. Let me tell you the story of how one family helped another only to create chaos. It was all a frenzy in King Rajender's palace. Soldiers streamed into the giant halls, catching the sentries unawares. The metallic shriek of swords against shields rang loud in every corner. The streets were not silent either. Soldiers on foot and horseback were everywhere, herding the stunned people back into their homes. Cries of, The Raja of Vijayanagar is attacking us! rang loud and clear in the air. King Rajendra knew that he had very little time left. He beckoned his queen and his daughter to go with him. His personal guards washed their back as he took them through a secret door hidden behind a false wall. Go, this tunnel will take you deep into the forest, close to the boundaries of Mahanagar. Go, go hide there and save yourselves. There's some food, water and even gold stored for emergencies at the end of the tunnel. He didn't give the two women a chance to say anything. Instead, he shut the door and walked back into his palace. The queen and princess ran blindly down the tunnel. The shock of the attack stayed with them, and they could make no sense of what had happened. But they knew that they had to get away from there and ran as fast as their legs could take them. When they got to the end of the tunnel, the two women drank some water but couldn't bring themselves to eat. They rummaged through the things left behind for the emergencies. Let's get out of these clothes and put away our jewellery too, the queen told her daughter. Soon, the two women stepped out of the tunnel, looking very different from earlier in the day. They had a small bag of jewellery and gold coins with them, hiding everything else. They made their way through the muddy forest floor, walking in the direction of Mahanagar. Several hours later, the two women sat down to rest. When they heard the sound of hooves, frantically, they looked around for a place to hide. 
but trees with branches too high to climb were all around them. With no other choice, they huddled behind a small bush and waited. To their dismay, the horses didn't pass them by. Unknown to them, the two women had dropped a few gold coins on the way. The glint of the shiny metal caught one of the rider's eyes, and he reined in his horse to look around. All would have been well, except that the bush did not cover the women's feet fully. As it happens in many stories, the younger of the two men took one look at the feet and fell in love. The woman with such small, pretty feet must be so special, he declared in a soft voice, not wanting to frighten whoever it was hiding behind the bush. The older man stood a short distance away and called out, Come out, come out, whoever you are, you will not be harmed. Even though his voice was reassuring, the queen and the princess were dismayed at being found. They stepped out from the hiding place with fear in their hearts. The two men were very gentle with them and took them home. It so happened that the men were none other than the king and prince of Mahanagar. The queen and princess were well cared for, and over time they shared details about themselves. As they got to know each other, the prince married the woman with the smaller feet, the queen, and the king married the princess, the woman with the bigger feet. A few years later, both couples had children. The vampire passed. So, Vikrama, what is the relationship between the children born to these two couples? King Vikramaditya opened his mouth out of a force of habit, but didn't know what to say. For once, he didn't know the answer. But he was not known as a clever king for nothing. He realized that this was the opportunity he needed to bring the vampire to the hermit. So he walked on silently. Aha, Vikrama, today is the day I leave you mystified. You are right. I will meet the hermit today. But let me tell you something. The hermit does not mean you well. He will perform a puja and ask you to bow to him to get his blessings. He plans to behead you when you bow down. Then he will become the king and acquire my special powers to enter other bodies. Be prepared. Ask him to show you what exactly you should do and cut off his head when he bows down. So that's why the vampire has been telling me these stories with riddles, thought Vikram. The hermit was waiting with Vikram's weary soldiers and he couldn't hide his excitement. I knew that you could do this, O king. You are truly as brave and clever as they say. Now you will rule the world without any equal. The king watched as the hermit performed elaborate rituals and said many mantras. At the end of it, he turned to the king and said, Now, my king, it is time for you to bow down and seek the blessings of the fire. Thanks to the vampire, Vikram was ready with his answer. Alas, as a king, 
I have never bowed down to anyone or anything. Why don't you show me what I must do? I will do exactly as you do. The hermit was stuck. He couldn't act like anything was amiss, or the king would get suspicious. So he gave in and bowed low before the fire. Quick as lightning, King Vikram drew his sword and beheaded the hermit. Imagine Vikram's surprise when the vampire came to life. Indeed, by getting rid of the hermit, Vikram had breathed life into the vampire. The vampire and King Vikramaditya remained friends. In fact, whenever the king was in a tight spot, the vampire was there to help him. This is the end of our story and of our Vikram and Betal series. We hope you enjoyed our retelling of the traditional stories. Our next series is a retelling as well. A retelling of fairy tales. But, and there is a big but, we retell the traditional fairy tales with an Indian twist. What would Snow White, Cinderella, Jack and the Beanstalk and others sound like if they were set at different times in India? Well, subscribe to our channel for all our kids and find out as soon as they are uploaded here at Buzzsprout. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Thank you.